Welcome to the CTC Podcast, where Chase Minifield, Dom Joseph, and Bill French discuss life lessons they have learned as young entrepreneurs in the business world. Join them as they debate current events, business topics, and enjoy a few laughs with their weekly guests. And now for today's show. What up, world? Here we are with the fourth episode of the CTC Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Minifield, along with my two brothers, Dom, Joe, and French. What's good? What's up, world? How's everybody doing? What up, Minnie? Chilling, man. What's good, French? What's up, fellas? What's good, Dom Joe? Hey, man. You're doing same good. Same I, I want to know how, they, how how them UK boys playing right now. Hey, man. Hey, man. Cool. I ain't gonna lie, bro. We got to get a little bit more consistent in the in the recording of the podcast because uh, Tuesday nights especially ain't gonna work. Wednesday nights ain't gonna work. You gotta find them UK games. Is uh, you know, we always on TV, so we ain't gonna be missing them. And my man French, he uh. He a diehard guy right here. You'll catch him on YouTube if his wife record him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'll go viral if his wife record him. I don't, I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna name name Chase Minifield's name, man, but uh last night we, <laughs> we was left, we, we was me and French was left with the palms up, you know what I'm saying, in the middle of the recording, bro. <laughs> uh, the palms up, bro? Yeah, we had the palms uh, up, man. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. But you know what that means. This is going to be the best recording we've put out thus far. So I'm excited, guys. What, nah, what we got bro. tonight? Let me tell you something about the palms up, bro. That's and, and <laughs> as we talk about athletics and, and life and business, bro, you never want to be palms up, man. <laughs> All right, man? Palms up. Palms up is a no no. Palms up is a no no. Yeah. Yo, that means you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the thing also with palms up. <laughs> This is the, also the thing I got with palms up, people, bro. First of all, for all of our listeners, palms up is just everybody the the the, the renowned signal that I don't know what's going on out here. <laughs> so when, when a guy hits you with the palms up, first of all, he's dry snitching. <laughs> first of all, he's dry snitching because <laughs> uh, you know in the defensive backfield, you know, saying you got to hold your own. But as soon as you get beat, you got the palms up. You know what I'm saying? Get, turn to turn to somebody and give them the palms up, bro. That's that's what a national TV. That's a vet move right there on national TV. Hit him with the palms up. The analysts say, "Well, that safety must not have been over there." <laughs> you know it's saying? a ball coverage. Yeah. So yeah, man. We used to call that dry snitching, bro. Let me catch you with your palms up. You might you might get scrapped in the locker room for the palms up, bro. Yeah, bro. But yeah. So, um, yeah, man, today, man, we're going to discuss um, a couple of current events. We're going to get into the college football playoffs, touch a little bit on the national championship game, get a couple predictions from everybody. We're going to look into the return of Isaiah Thomas, um, discuss a little bit of team building, characters we look for, team builders, and also how to how to lead a team. Well, not not necessarily lead a team, but... How do we how do we motivate our team? So I guess that you can call that leading, but motive, more more so motivation on a day to day basis to get the most out of your team members. So those are the those are the the main things we're gonna touch on today. What you guys think about the the um, the college football playoffs so far? The uh, the four. First of all, I know they need to add more teams. Say that, but what y'all what's your opinion? Hey man, <clears throat> they, go ahead, stick with the four. Oh, okay, my bad. Yeah, first hey, of all, I, I agree with you though, French. Stick with the four. No, stick with the four. You can't add nobody else. Uh, they got the four, in my opinion, right. Uh, everybody was questioning Alabama's uh, right to be in the, the playoff, and I think they played well enough to, to show you don't ever question the Nick Saban coach team and why they need to be in the playoff, man. But 
I'm gonna tell you something else. That that Rose Bowl was was the game of the night. Um, and and to me, uh, you know, that was that was the better of the two games. Uh, but no, I'm excited for next Monday, man. I I am I'm partial to the SEC um, anyway, and uh, I, I feel like the Georgia Alabama final would will uh, be a better game to watch than than what some of the other uh, games would have yielded. Now, who, who's your team? Who's your team? Who's my team in what? In, in, in college football, since you're rolling with the SEC, who's your team, man? I, I've been rocking with Alabama since Nick Saban got there in 08. Oh, all right. What, what, up, what up, Joe? <laughs> what up, Joe? You know who my teams are, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey. Joe, who you rock with, Temple or UVA football all day? Those are my two squads right there, man. UVA, man. That's the family and 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 you know, Temple, that's the city, man. I I've, I've been growing up. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to find out with my man uh I'm just trying to find out with my man French, you know what I'm saying? How he got to Alabama. How he got to hey. Alabama cuz you know, and I'm I ain't going to lie, I jump teams with the with with LeBron. So, but that's a player. In college football, play we we barely even know the players for the most part. He he followed coach Saban. <laughs> no, I, I do, and, and, and hey, hey, I'll give you that. I do follow Coach Saban, but I've also got friends that have gone to the University of Alabama. I've got a current friend that's on the coaching staff. Um, so I've got ties. Don't question me, boy. It's just hard. Right, to we just want to make sure, make hey, sure, because hey. you know we're gonna be doing this all year round. We got to keep tab of uh, French's teams. Hey, yeah. I'll, I'll roll through them right now for you. College footballs, Alabama basketballs, Kentucky. NFL's Indianapolis Colts and uh, NBA man, uh, I, you know I'm a floater right now because I, I was a huge Miami uh, fan because of Dwayne Wade, and now I don't got no team, so I'm a floater. Hey, that's cool. That's cool. We know you running with the Warriors, bro. We know you running <laughs> with the Warriors. Everything over here, man, is real simple. Everything Philly. You know what I'm saying? Everything. Flyers, Eagles. And basketball, Flyers, Eagles, Phillies, everybody. Man, I don't even the Philadelphia Union, that's the soccer team. You know what I'm saying? See, Everything but, Philly. But Joe got you got the you got the luxury of having all that in your city, right? You know, coming from Kentucky, we, we got Kentucky basketball and horse racing. Um so everything else, man, you uh you are a uh you gotta find a team, man. You gotta you gotta link on to somebody. So I respect it. I wish you know, Yeah. My my affiliates, you already know my affiliates, man. I I ain't changed up. I've been A one since day one. It's the UK UK basketball. I rock with yeah. them. Interesting. University University of Virginia football. Interesting. I rock with UVA basketball. I rock with UVA basketball too. Yeah. And then I rock with the Yankees. I rock with the Yankees. And I rock with <laughs> I rock with um, the Cavaliers, interesting. And, but I'm more, of a, I'm more of a uh, a team follower. And then I rock with the Skins by default, because um, that's my that's the, that's the team took a chance on me. So I'm always gonna have love for that team. But most of all, most mostly, I don't even try to rock with no teams in the league like that no more. Back in the day, though, I was a Randy Moss fan. I followed him, Randy Moss, bro. That was my guy. I'm um, a fan, bro. B dog. <laughs> Dom oh, Joe man. used to wear the Dom Joe used to do the same interest as B Dog in the in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I tried it, bro. I memorized all, all of them Joes, bro. Yeah, man. So it's crazy. Yeah, um, 
So, so the, um, we got we got Alabama versus Georgia, all SEC final, man. The SEC champion versus Alabama, who <laughs> just just got invited to the dance. Yeah. What's the, what, what, who's who's our predictions? What we got? Man, right now, I'm gonna go with Georgia and the freshman Q with the the great with with the tremendous defense and. The better Whoa. running back core. Tremendous defense, Dom Joe. They gave up 50 yeah. points to Oklahoma? Yeah, yeah. Oklahoma got a tremendous offense with a tremendous quarterback. Now, Oklahoma puts 50 points up on anybody. You know what I'm saying? But the bottom line is they made stops when they needed to, and you got to think about how much points they gave up in the second half. All right. Yeah, they still gave up uh, about 26 points there in the second half. Well, that was, you know, overtime was in there too, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the bottom okay. line is they made stops when they needed to, man. Okay. I give you that. I give you that. But we already we, French already done called his colors. He already no, done showed his hand on Well You well, going with Bama? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bama and basically uh I'm gonna go with this with off of off of uh Saban's former assistants having gotten a win on him. Since uh Is that is that a true statement? That's a true statement. Wow, that's that's crazy right there. What do you think that is? Why y'all think that uh, they can't beat the teacher? Well, here's the thing. You spend, you know, Kirby Smart, for example, I think he got with Saban back in 08. He spent seven seasons with him. Saban knows how Kirby Smart's thinking before he even thinks the way he's thinking, if that makes sense. So he's he's two moves ahead of Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart's trying to figure out if he – can think, hey, what's Nick going to do in this situation? Nick's already past that. Like, he's four or five plays down the road thinking about that. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I thought the the one guy that had a shot was Jimbo Fisher this year, and you saw how that turned out in the in the season opener. So, I think it'll be a competitive game, but I, I just don't see Kirby Smart out coaching Nick Saban. He's the GOAT. I think, I think it's going to come down to – I think it's going to be a classic SEC game. Things will come down to the run game and defense, man. I think it's gonna come down to Smash Mouth football, and I, I just think, man. And you know, <clears throat> they got DeAndre Swift too. Georgia got DeAndre Swift, another young Philly ball freshman, <laughs> tremendous athlete. You know that young ball can go. They got my man Akil Crumpton, wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? That's my man. And then they got another ball, Mark Webb. Philly too, man. Hey, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia gonna go, man. You know what I'm saying? Them young boys could go, and then them seniors ain't I, I no think joke I'm gonna I'm I'm run with. I think I'm gonna ride with Georgia just because I think if Alabama wins, the whole system is is it needs to be uh, brought back to the table, and everybody needs to go back to the drawing board because we can't have a national champion and an SEC cha- and not have an SEC champion. The national champion cannot be not the SEC champion. That just don't sit well in my book in no form of fashion. I ain't going to be sitting here and be Georgia if I lose to Alabama. I ain't going to be sitting here saying, well, I'm the SEC champion. And Alabama going to sit over there, but I'm the national champion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to be having that type of argument. So I ain't going to be having that type of argument. Real quick while we're on here, I just want to I want to ask this, this question. So back in, I think it was 2011, when you had LSU and Alabama, was that not, I, I mean, did you feel the same way then? Because you had, I think, I think, I think, I think all conference champions should be in the the playoffs. That's that's my personal opinion. Okay, 
That's my personal opinion, and I'm and I'm sticking to that. All conference champ, any the top four conference champions should go to the uh, okay should go to the championship. If you're gonna keep so, it at four, so let me ask you this: If we're talking Power Five conference, who do you put in there instead of Alabama? Power Five. If you're if you're going off of that, I, I, I ain't worried. I ain't worried about Power Five. If I had to put in the Power Five, it would probably been Ohio State at the end of the year. But I mean, US UCF deserved ah. to be in there. Undefeated, and they about to have a band. Hey, what y'all think? Did y'all read that on ESPN? The boys about to have a march for, uh, I think, national champion. I read it on Twitter. All right. Hey, Life's man. tough, I man. Mean, Move on. You didn't win it. Yeah, Move that, on. That's how I feel, bro. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to get y'all money up, get y'all stadium bigger, and you know what I'm saying? Start playing the big boys. You yeah. feel me? Because they're playing different. Start playing Come the big man. boys, huh? So Auburn yeah, ain't a big boy, huh? Bro, you got Auburn a pace. big boy, man. But you you even said it. That's a watered down Auburn team, man. And you gotta yeah. think about it, man. They got way more athletes going to the next level than than freaking the freaking UCF, man. They think about the senior bowl and all that, man. UCF out here, like they ain't got nothing to lose. Hey, and it's a you whole right, you did right. And that's dangerous. No, exactly. when a guy ain't got nothing to lose, that's dangerous. But here's my beef with that, uh many. Like Bro, your best competition for the whole season was a Memphis team, and you want me to put you in the Final Four? For what? I can't justify that, man. Put somebody on your schedule. You got no, no, no. Their best team was UCF, USF. Their best team was USF. Okay, even so. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good win. That was a good win. Okay. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's hard to run the table. I, I I brought this up before with you boys. It's hard to run the table in anything. You go, you go, we can go right now, rock, paper, scissors, five times in a row. I guarantee you don't win the table, run the table. Three times in a row, you probably won't run the table. I mean, running the table is, is, is difficult and should be rewarded because it takes the, the week after week preparation. I don't care who you're playing against, not unless you're playing down a, not unless you're playing down an age group. You know what I'm saying? Unless you, unless the 12 years old is playing versus six years old. Let me, let me run the table. Let me what ask you a up? question. Who's better, Rocky Marciano or Sugar Ray Leonard? Here we go. <laughs> I'm a Sugar Ray guy, bro. Well, but hey, but we going off of stats, right? Rocky Marciano. Yeah, we going off of stats, bro. Undefeated. Undefeated. Hey, he deserved. He deserved. He deserved to be in the conversation, Dub Joe. He deserved to be in the conversation, just like UCF deserved to be in that joint. All right? And that's he about it, though. That's about it. Cause you gotta look at the you gotta but, you gotta look at the track record, man. You gotta look at who they face. So you can't, we're gonna put together a tournament. A bu- if you're fighting a whole bunch of cab drivers, or you cab playing drivers, a whole bunch right. of, or, 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 or you fight, playing a whole bunch of the cab drivers. Find the Uber you, drivers now, huh? Or, or you or you <laughs> playing a whole bunch of mediocre mediocre teams that's borderline that's borderline D1 double you know All saying? I'm saying is this, bro. All I'm saying is this. If we're gonna put together a tournament of best boxers to fight for who the best boxer, Marciano need a shot at it. Hey, let me... Marciano need a shot and, at it. And here's what I'm going to tell you, the same thing. I know we've talked about this before. Adam Joe, this is on that same tip. I, re- I relate the UCF team to the Boise State team back what, 10 years ago. They won that big game against Oklahoma. I can't remember what bowl game it was. But guess what? After that, they started getting on people's schedule, and then they played up the competition, and they weren't winning no 10, 12 games in the season. They was going nine. They was winning eight. They need to put some big boys on the schedule, man. You want to you wanna play with the big boys? Play the big boys. Hey, because hey, UVA, UVA scraped them boys this year, too. <laughs> 
on, on the blue turf. <laughs> and, and that one in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That was that was a good win. Play up. Hey. At the end, at the end of the day, we could talk all day about this. You run the table, I deserve an opportunity. I'm gonna stick by that. And um them not having an opportunity, I don't agree with them putting together another national championship parade. But <laughs> other than that, other, other, other than that, I do I do think that they deserve an opportunity. Hey, Chase, but hey, um, Chase, let's get into this IT subject. Hey, Chase, real quick before what? we move on, that reminds me. Uh, do you remember our first year playing football together? And uh, your dad put together that tournament, and only two teams showed up, or three teams showed up. We got the buy to the championship. To play for the grasshopper Super Bowl, oh, yeah, yeah. and then Powell talking about they city, they, they city champions, but they didn't play in that tournament. Boy, get out of here! <laughs> yeah, get out of here, boy! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Hey, that's the same thing that's about to happen if Alabama wins on Monday. But I ain't gonna start on that no more. <laughs> but but uh, um, let's stand on this IT subject. So IT just came back. Isaiah Thomas for everybody that don't know if any of our listeners aren't aren't uh, in-depth on the sports background. And and just so everybody knows, we talk about sports a lot, but we also try to relate some of the sports, um, the sports issues, current events, and we try to uh, turn them into how we can also um, relate them to business. So being at our topic today is building a team and also motivating your team. We want to talk about the IT subject since it's a pretty popular topic right now with him coming back, uh, him getting, finally getting off his hip injury and playing his first game last night for the Cavaliers. Uh, what you guys, what's your opinion, guys, on how, uh, Danny Ainge, the, uh, and the leadership for the Boston Celtics treated Isaiah Thomas, their star player last year, who, who ended up, I think he was about third in the MVP voting last year. Um, so, so what's your opinion on that, how he was treated? And for the little background story, he was let go. He was traded to the Cavaliers right before he was about to, uh, get get a payday uh and basically he got hurt for the team in the playoffs right before and he played on his injured hip um in the playoffs and to the point where he couldn't play no more and had to sit out to this time to this time period of now and he also played through the death of his sister and just an emotional connection to the city and stuff like that what's your what's your guys opinion on it go ahead go ahead okay French. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, glad to have him back on the floor. Um, you know, it definitely makes the NBA exciting, exciting to watch. And, uh, I think, you know, looking kind of ahead to, to this year's playoffs, I think him being on that roster is going to make things, uh, exciting in the East as well. If they can, uh, you know, get out of the, the East and into the, to the, the uh, finals. But, um, you know, first and foremost, man, heart goes out to that guy, obviously battling through the, the death of his sister during, I think it was the second round of the playoffs. You know, he, he's flying out to, I think he's from Washington. He's flying out to a funeral, uh, coming back the next day for a game or day of for, for the same game. You know, heart was definitely into that team and that city. Um, you know, I look at the way he was let go and, and basically from my understanding, and you boys correct me if I'm wrong, he never received a phone call from Danny Ainge to tell, you know, to tell, you know, here's my intentions. Here's kind of what I'm wanting to do with the team. You know, obviously I appreciate everything you've done for the city, but here's what, this is what we're doing. We're moving this direction. Um, you know, I look at that and my only, that's my only issue with the whole scenario. Um, We'll take, take that back. That's one of my issues. The other side of it is you trade, uh, IT 
And basically, this at the end of this season, he's going to be eligible for one of those Supermax deals. So basically, getting traded to Cleveland puts him as a second fiddle to LeBron. And the way that Supermax works, if he's not either first or second team All-NBA, he's not eligible to get that $200 million plus contract. So right now, I think he's playing for just under $6 million or right around $6 million a year. And the difference in cash, I think, you know, with one of those contracts is about, you know, I think yearly base, you'd be making about 33, 34 million. So, um, I mean, I feel for him financially, but at the same time, it's a business, man. I think, you know, this is the NBA has always been the NBA, right? Um, I mean, that's just the nature of it. That's, that's kind of my spin on it. Yeah, man. I agree with French, man. I just think it's a harsh. Reminder of the reality uh sports, period, man. You know, <clears throat> I think to be honest with you, it's it's ten times worse than regular business. And that's why that's why, you know, a lot of people want athletes, man. I could think to this day, you know what I mean, and and when I'm at work, I could be like, Man, if this dude was on the football team or you know, if he if he was if he was on my team, he he'd be cut. You know, you, you only get one chance. You don't really get too many chances in, in sports, and it's so cutthroat like that. Like, pretty much what they're saying is, look, man, we can't build a, a, a team around you like LeBron, like, like if we had, like, LeBron or somebody. So, I mean, we're going to let you go, man. Good luck. Thanks for everything you did. Good luck. You know, like, in business, you you stay around and you try your hardest to work because it's such a personal decision. You affect people's families, people that you bring to company parties. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff plays a factor in regular business that in at the athletic side, man, it's right out the door. Straight up cut through. So I just think it's a uh <clears throat> a harsh reminder of the reality of sports. And don't forget that. If you're in if you're in IT shoes, what'd you do? You playing for the team or you you uh, looking out for your own? Um, looking out for my tell own, you man. about your uh, your hip. Looking out for my own. Looking man. out for your own, Don Joe. You got you got to you got to protect your star player, man. Especially when you're getting older, and and you're in professional sports, man. It's all about the money, and you got people to look after. You know what I'm saying? In college, it's different. And the, and then the same thing too. In college, what I think has a lot to do with it. In college, after practice, you go home and you live with the people you practice with. So there is more a more sense of family, like. You know, when I go out there, and, and when I was in college, now I was going out there for my brothers, man. You know what I mean? Like anything could happen, man. They look, they look at, they look at Chase wrong, man. I'll be ready to cross the fifty on them. You know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> cross the fifty on them, yeah, bro. In professional sports, man, there's too much things that can happen. Like you might, you don't right. get paid that much. You know what I'm saying? Like, like for example, I I get fined if I get in a fight now. You know what I'm saying? I'm playing arena football, and you know my contract isn't that much. Do, yeah. do I really want to take that fifty, a hundred dollar hit? Like, yo, what's that? What's, what's the risk first reward with that right there? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, the no, I'm jumping, man, for whoever. It is yeah, not like yeah that, man, I, I agree, man. I I don't. For me, like you looking, and you got to add all the events up. Like my sister just died. Now I'm fighting through this hip in, in hopes that you're going to give me a shot at making 200 million. Bro, I got to play for myself. Uh, it's as bad as that sounds, man. It's like, 
you're not you gonna give me 200 million if I'm hurt no obviously not so why why do I put myself through that uh for 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 you to sell a couple extra tickets for the season you know and and the bottom line is too the bottom line is too no matter who you are you could be Michael Jordan you you could be anybody you know what I'm saying in any sport once you're done it's on yeah. to the next you know what I'm saying you always have a yeah. replacement you know right. what I'm saying so think about yourself cuz the me- when your career over them same media people that was covering you their career not over you know what I mean they're going to be working in oh, the no. same job till they 70 yeah how long how long michael wilbon been working michael wilbon and the boy on uh pti <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah tony kornheiser pti since i was in middle school for real and that wasn't their first gig yeah they've been coming for first gig either But yeah, man, I think that a lot of athletes get caught up in that. Uh, go out, and I think it's. I think we touched on both of them. Like when you come up in college, it's that feeling, and then once you get to the league, you got to start. And it's hard for people to try to get into another mindset of looking out for their own. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's a little interesting tidbit because in the business world, you're you you try to find employees that is going out for the team, like like an athlete would go out for the team, but they mostly go looking out for themselves. Make sure they can't take all these sick days. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> start 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 packing up around 30 minutes before the before the end of the eight hour shift. You know what I'm saying? And basically, you got to keep a, keep t- keep a tight eye on everybody when when you when you're an employee. And then obviously with the leadership um, part of things, the the corporate um, they're a little bit more lenient with their employees in in the business world and in sports. They they a little bit more cutthroat. So that's 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 just interesting how those those dynamics shift. For both both areas, um, but let's get into our business topic for today. That, that's a that's a good transition. But before we get into that, let's make sure that we shout out our sponsor, our sponsor for the podcast, Helping Hands Student Apartment Services, the leader in the market of the student housing industry. Um, for anybody looking for work near a campus, go to HelpingHandLLC.net for work. Sign up on their job site. We work on multiple campuses, include Philadelphia, Charlotte. Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, and multiple more. We appreciate them sponsoring this podcast as we continue to grow and build our audience. Uh, so, so into the the business part of things, man. How, when we're trying to build a team, what are you guys looking for in a team building? I'll, I'll tell you what I'm looking for first when I'm trying to build a team. First and foremost, what I'm looking for in a team is somebody that works hard, somebody that's a self-starter. That's very big for me. I don't like having to tell people what to do, when to do it, and what we need to get done. I want somebody to have have an have idea of what we need to get done and get that done. I don't want to have to go say, did you do it? So self-starter is, is specifically one thing I'm looking for. Another thing I'm looking for is basically somebody that's responsible, which I think goes in the same category as being a self-starter. What's what's a couple of things you boys look for when you're trying to build a team around you to be successful? Um, okay, you touched on two. Um, one thing I also look for is diversity, man. I want a good amount of diversity as far as men, women, black, white, young, old. I think experience with, um, you know, newcomers, you know, a lot of young people coming up. Young people, man, you know, they catch the wave, so, you know, they can get you hip to whatever's new. Or as experience, you can gain, gain a lot from somebody that's <clears throat> that's on your team that has experience, that's been in your shoes before, but may not necessarily be a boss, but you know has experience in that field. Um, 
And then I can keep going with French. <laughs> yeah, for me, man, I, I, obviously I'm in a sales oriented job. So the, the most important thing that I look for is competitive nature. So I can't have people that are complacent. Um, you know, I need somebody that's going to be on edge. Uh, you know, in a sales job, you're going to lose a lot more than you win at times. So I need somebody that's going, you know, get up, <laughs> have that next play mentality. Uh, and, and, and rock out, you know, keep, keep the train moving. Uh, on top of that, man, I just need somebody I can trust. Um, kind of echoing what you said, I, I need to be able to, to rely on people and not have to micromanage and, and, and do all that. So, uh, on top of that, you know, yeah. Right. I feel you on that. No, I was going to say on top of that, just being coachable, man. That's but, um, the, that's the other, you know, real key. Yeah. Yeah. Learn, man. Yeah, I, yo, people that do the same mistake, man, over and over, be ready to man, cut can't you. Can't use them, huh? Can't win with them. <laughs> hey, can't do it. Can't win with them. Can't, you, can't, you can't win with a guy that's made the same mistake over and over. I'm not going to get into that, but that's a funny inside joke right there. Dom Joe talk about guy making the same mistake over and over and over for all my UVA football guys <laughs> that might be listening. <laughs> hey, man. But, uh, hey, hey, practice is different than the game, bro. You know oh, all right, all right. We're just going to keep it at that. Yeah, man. Hey, we talk about practice. We, this is a Philly guy. We talk about practice. You know what I'm saying, yeah. man? We talk about practice, man. We ain't talk about the games. But um I think you touched on I think y'all both touched on something that I that I didn't that I left off for sure, and that is so I need somebody to get things done. When things get tight, I need somebody that's going gets going to fight back. When my back's against the wall, I need somebody that's gonna punch back. Cause things gonna get hard, things gonna get difficult. Ain't nothing gonna be smooth selling. But we still got to get it done. Like I, I, I tell a lot of people that that work with me and and do things, do business with me. Like I'm tired of hearing it. I don't need to hear the excuses. We can all come up with excuses if we think long enough. Give me solutions. Like yeah, don't call me and hit me with uh, this is what happened and this is why we couldn't do it. Call me with this is what happened and this is what we did to get it done. You know what I'm saying? That's all that I want to know and that's all that I care about. So. I try to make sure, and that, and that comes from leadership. If that's what I want, I gotta make sure I got, I gotta make sure that I get that point across. So that's that type of, that's the type of people I want to keep around me. And if you want to stay around here, that's the type of personality you're gonna develop. Um, so, so how, how, how you guys feel like, how do you motivate your team? How do you motivate your team to be successful? You think it's a, um, a positive environment? It's an incentive environment? It's a, uh, hard coaching environment? It's a heavy supervision environment? How do you motivate your team to to be successful? Um, all right. So in the engineering firm, <clears throat> I'm still learning. So I'm not really the leader. But, um, you know, sometimes things, you know, mess a job up or they're not commun- communicating with the architect. Architects not communicating like they should. And it gets a little it gets a little hot in there. But um, my main thing in the engineering firm is just stay positive at all costs. You know, I'm still learning a lot. The one thing I can contribute to the team is exude positive vibes at all times. You know, it, it, I don't care if I got to, you know what I mean? I might just like stand up for like 30 minutes. People just look at me like I'm crazy. But just anything to just keep positive vibes going. Uh, that's that's what I do in the engineering firm. With helping hands, um, <clears throat> I think it's more of a learning process if you haven't, because I get a lot of people that haven't done it before. So you got to realize, you got to, coach them first to let them know what the the properties are looking for 
So that way, you know, you're not doing any go backs and just tell them like, look, no, you got to get all the way behind the toilet. You know, this is what a clean unit looks like. This is what we're trying to do. You know what I'm saying? And if they can't catch on to the culture after about a week or so, then they get they get further down on the bench. And the biggest thing I want to do with all my team, first I let them know that I got their back, but I'm also real with them as well. And um and 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 yeah, monetarily wise, man, just pay everybody on time, you know? That's the biggest thing at all costs. I just try to pay everybody on time, man. And money money yeah. do motivate. Yeah. So that's my thing. Yeah, I mean, my organization has an incentive base by, obviously, we have a base commission along with a, uh, or excuse me, a base salary along with a commission structure. So for me, I always like to show one of our senior guys that's been doing this for 26 years, hey, this is, I always have them go sit with him and talk about what this job and opportunities created for him financially and all that good stuff. Most of the people in our organization are money motivated. So that's a, that's a no brainer. Uh, the, the other piece of it, man, is just, is building a relationship with them to where you understand that you're, you're putting yourself out there to, in, to ensure that they're going to be successful. Cause ultimately if the, the, the folks that report to me aren't confident and they don't trust me and I don't have a decent relationship with them, my success is deemed on their success. So it's, it's getting down in the weeds, like what Dom Joe said, you know, showing them how to do the role. Um, you want to be careful on micromanaging, as I mentioned earlier, because you don't want to do necessarily do everything for them, but you need to show them how to do it, verify that they know how to do it, observe them doing it, and then move on. And then, you know, instilling that trust and confidence in them, that's just going to make that more, um, uh, you know, give them more incentive to do well. Uh, so that, that's typically what I've seen work. Um, it's not a perfect science uh, just because, you know, again, people are, are all different. You're not always going to have, you know, a, a script on how to, how to do that. You got to adapt to the person you're teaching and coaching at the time. So. Sorry, bro. I was uh, I'm getting caught up in this UK game. To be honest with you, seventy one sixty nine with thirty nine seconds to go. But yeah, man, that's all good. Um, when Should we cut to it dunk off, that man? Right Is that what you want to do right now, bro? You want to cut it off and watch the UK game, bro? Nah, 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 man. We good. I was just, you know, what I'm saying I multitask all the time, bro. This is what we do. Anybody that's anybody that's in business and they and they that's another good quality for your team right there. Make sure a guy can do a lot of things at once and do it quality wise. So, um, but basically, this is a. That's what I think, man, as far as motivate my team and how I motivate my, my team members is basically this. It's kind of a next man up mentality. So don't ever don't I, I see those as camp bodies out there. And if anybody don't know what a camp body is, that's a guy that's that shows up to NFL training camp and basically got zero percent chance of making the team. So. And the only chance they got of making the team is to do everything right, exactly how you want it. You early to all meetings. You um, you first one on the practice field. You uh, you do you you don't miss a bus. You you do everything they need you to do, basically. If they, and you, you gotta make, make the plays team on scout team. Yeah, makes plays on scout team. So basically, you 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 do everything as expected by the team. You don't go outside the box. The vets and stuff they do things how they want to do things. You know what I'm saying? They can. 
run coverages, run plays, how they want to break off routes. They can have a little bit more leeway, but you, but the camp body's got to do it by the book. So that's basically how I run it. And the higher you get up on my rank, as far as in our, in our company, then the more leeway you got, you get a little bit more vet, vet veteranship. But at the bottom, yeah, either you late, you can you consistently late. We can't use you. you, you we, we can't, yeah. Yeah. Quick turnover, bro. And in, in, in my business, I'm constantly recruiting and I, and I use that as a tool to motivate people to understand that. Don't ever, basically, this is what my dad taught me. He told me that his coach gave him a saying one year and said, I'm going to get you before you get me. And basically, basically, that means, basically, that means that I'm going to let you go before I get fired. Okay. So, so I took that mentality into, into, into my leadership position. I'm going to get you before they get me. All right. So I can't take these chances on you doing the job wrong. Wow, I got the business on the line, and yeah, either we either you can get cut or we all can get cut. <laughs> so that's that's just what it's gonna be. So yeah, I got more of like a, I guess a fear a fear fear factor motivation type type point. So I mean, which is work because if you really about your money, I ain't gonna cut you for no reason. You know what I'm saying? If you do your job, you do it right, and we don't have no issues with you. You keep your job. You get as much hours as we can give you. But if you do, if you're doing things wrong and we constantly have issues with you, then so just, I gotta get you before you so get let me. Let me bro. ask you a question on this that. Is How do you feel it. like your employees' morale is? Like, do you feel like you you can interact well with them uh, when you when you're on the job doing the job with them, or do you feel like that the fear tactic takes away from that? I feel like when I'm around as a presence that I'm around. You know what I'm saying? I think that a lot of people are like, oh, here, here he is. But I, I like that feeling. I want that feeling. I want them to understand that this is this is not a buddy system. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a football player, when the when the owner comes down, or the, even when the head coach is around, like if you're new to that team, you you have you have a little yeah. fear of when the head coach is around. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when I'm young, when I'm young as a um, as a University of Virginia player, and Coach Grow called me into the office, I I was like, oh man, why am I going up to the office? You know what I'm saying? That's just how that's just how it is, and you want that feeling because when you have authority and you have um, you, if you don't have that feeling, then it gets lackadaisical to the point where you know it's almost like the I hate to say this because um, it's obviously a whole bunch of issues around it, but the inmates running the asylum. You know what I'm saying? And you you got to have some type of um, some type of organization as far as like who's making the decisions and who's not making the decisions and who's going to. And how you gonna who, who's gonna um make a decision on who's there and who's not there. So that's my thing. I do like so to answer your question, I guess there is some type of fear. It's not not very much of a work environment. Like but it's different when you're in the workforce yeah. and then you're in the office. Does that make sense? So I would say that my office my office people are more like the veterans on the football team where they it's more of a talking, talk back environment. But when you're dealing with um People boots on the boots on the ground, like Dom Joe like to call. You gotta have the, the boots on the ground. Got to do what they, they got to do the work that we need done specifically how they need to do it. You know what I'm saying? And we can't have much much um, leeway on how it's done, or else we're gonna be the ones out. They're gonna be giving us that call saying, "Hey, we can't use you." On to the next, and I ain't got time for that. So, other than that, I did have another question that popped into my head. When things are going bad with the team. What's what's your step when things are going bad? 
how do we get, how do we then motivate? So we're talking about motivation of trying to do well and things like that. But when things, when, when things hit the fan, what's, 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 what, what, what role or what, um, how should we attack that as being a leader or being a, uh, team, <clears throat> team head or putting together your team member as, as whatever, however you want to see your team. When yeah, things go so bad, how do we get this thing back on track? Um, what I do, um, with my experience so far with helping hands, things went bad twice in two ways. One time, it was completely our fault. We was unprofessional just as far as, you know, talking to students in the hallway when we shouldn't have. And then, um, so what I did was I called, I called a team meeting into our little homeroom and I basically chewed them out, you know, and, um, then I brought them back an hour early the next day and cleaned up our homeroom unit. Hold on, time out, time out, bro. When you chewed them out, did you throw anything? Did you hit anything? Did you did you knock over the mop? <laughs> nah, you know what I'm saying, bro? Nah, I didn't flip no benches. I didn't, I didn't flip right, no benches, right, man. Yeah. We had a lot of chemicals on the table, bro. I wasn't going to flip no table with that, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, that would have been a shit move, bro. That would have been, hey, bro, that would have been a shit move, bro. That would been a move of the century. You mess around and flip the chemicals out. Now we got more product to clean up, bro. And lost all you. <laughs> then you go to Dollar General. Yeah, man. So, long story short, next time, uh, next day, I had everybody come an hour early and clean our home unit and then i had the i had the ca come up and then inspect that one to make sure it was good and then we got onto the list so um and then i just reiterate too like look man i got y'all back man but right now we wrong and i don't i don't I'll try not to i voice everything is weak so it's like yo right now we wrong man we we the ones that messed up so we got to make it right all right and um i had like you said yo the one person that that hollered at the person in the in the um, that's <laughs> a, a funny story, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the one person, man, he's say that for another day, bro. Say that for another day. Yeah, yeah, man. We might want to leave that one for another day, man. It'd be the story that I think you talk about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, man. All right, we're gonna say that for another day, man. But it's a funny story. But bottom line, I had to give him a warning, like, bro. This your last one, or else I can't use you no more. Turn in your shirt. You know what I'm saying? And then um, sometimes I switched up the teams a little bit, too, because we had people working in two two different buildings. Switched up the teams a little bit, and, um, you know, just told everybody, look, I still got your back. We cool, but we got to get this right. You know what I'm saying? So, And it was cool because everybody came the next day. We, we cleaned the unit, and, and we had zero problems from there on out. So it was tremendous. Oh man, I, I, I take football mentality you, straight into that. Uh, it, it's kind of like going into Sunday after a Saturday football game, man. You're watching film, trying to figure out what went wrong, why it went wrong, and, and what adjustments or changes we can make moving forward. So first thing for me is a little bit of self-reflection to see what type of involvement I've had uh, and why things aren't going well or why they are going well, right? So, um, But basically in situations where things are going bad, it's all review, man. Walk me through where I'm trying to figure out where the, the wrong turn happened. Um, but depending on who it is and how many, how many times issues have come up depends on my, my reaction. Now it might be a table throwing moment or a, 
you know, a, a fist slam in the desk uh, conversation. But no, man, I, you got to be able to self, first self-reflect and then really find where the root cause of the problem was. Because if you don't know and you just start yelling in, in my world, that ain't going to get me nowhere. That just now he knows I'm mad or they know I'm mad, but I really don't know. They, they don't know what, well, how do I fix it? So always try to find a, you know, a solution to every issue while going through that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, I'm with that for sure. I mean, I think I'm, I mean, I'm the same way as far as you gotta, you gotta, you gotta explain the importance of it. So I think the importance of it has to be explained through. You can't let it seem like it's it's it, this is this is not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? If you give that off, then it's going to happen multiple times. It's going to happen over and over again. And you're going to keep dealing with the same issues. I think if you show in your actions or in your inflection of your voice. Um, or however you handle the situation, if it's, you know, singling somebody out or sending somebody home or. Any way like that, you got to show to your team that this is not a, this is not a serious, this is a, this is not a joking matter. This is a matter that needs to be concentrated on and it can't happen again. Yeah. So however we can get that across is, um, is different, but yeah. we will, and then the uh, other story continue too. to, <clears throat> I have another story, man, my bad, but just one quick story. Uh, we was in another property and my guys was actually working real hard. And um, I got a phone call saying that, uh, you know, we might be kicked off the job or whatever. But um, I came, everybody was working well. And then the team leader talked to me and told me that pretty much the the property was, mis- there was a lot of miscommunication with the property. So I brought the team in again. I asked them to voice their concerns and all that stuff, tell me what was wrong. And then me and the team leader had a meeting with the property managers and then um, we just went back. We was, it was like an hour and a half meeting with them in the morning, 6 a.m. Um, and we just voiced some concerns about, you know, what they had, their problems with us, our problems with them. And then uh, after that, it was pretty much smooth sailing. That's solid. That's solid, that's solid work right there, Joe. Um, but, yeah, man, I think that for everybody listening, it's, it may be in these positions. You know, you can apply these things that you've learned, but you really can't. It's really it's on the job training for real. Whenever the situation happens and you'll you'll test some things out and you'll see what works, what doesn't work. But at the end of the day, you got to stand on a couple of principles. We're going over. This is a this is a 47 minute podcast so far. I'm going to go ahead and yep. shoot him with the gas of the week. Um, it's my turn for the gas of the week, right? Yeah. It's back on me. Yeah, it's back on me. All right. Well, you know, I got to come with that, that fire. But what's really on my mind right now um, for you guys is. Winners win. Winners win. And that's it. You can get mad. We can get mad at Alabama and I can be frustrated with Alabama. But at the end of the day, winners win. You can be frustrated or you can hate on LeBron James and talk about this and that and have issues with him closing and all that stuff like that. But at the end of the day, winners win. And he's been winning since he's got there. So in the business world, and our, for our goals in 2018 and whatever you set for yourself, like at the end of the day, don't accept anything short of winning. Like you may lose, but at the end of the day, you got to find a way to win. So 
on top of winning winners win, I also want to let you guys know that there's a there's another thing that I'm taking into 2018 that I don't want any of us to 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 fall into this trap. And that's what I call a double loss. So you may ask, what is a double loss? It doesn't mean like losing and then losing again. It means like losing and not learning from your loss. So I think if you lose and you don't learn from your loss and you lose again, that's a situation that you can't win from. So I think if you lose and you learn, then you ultimately you won. So when I say winners win, doesn't mean everything doesn't going to go perfect. It just means have that winning mentality and don't accept mediocre and go for whatever your goals are, man. Let's get it. I'll holler at you boys, man. We'll see you boys next week. Later. Go for what?